you are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hi everyone and welcome into today's episode of Awaken Radio. It is so nice to be back here with you again on the podcast to dive into another conversation. So thank you for tuning in to the show today. Thank you for being here with me. This topic that I'm going to dive into with you today is a really powerful and important one especially for us as women. And so I'm really excited to talk with you about it today and unpack it with you. And the title of this episode is Putting Yourself First is an Act of Self-Love. And I wonder what that even triggers for you or brings up for you when you read that or hear that. And so this conversation today is going to be all about prioritizing ourselves as women, prioritizing what we need and looking at our relationship to that and actually what comes up for us around that, what gets in the way of us really putting ourselves first and giving ourselves what we most need so that we can feel full and nourished and overflowing in our lives. And I'm going to offer you some starting steps today. I want to share a few steps with you to help you in being able to live more in this way where you're able to put yourself first and prioritize what you need and how to actually work through any of the resistance or the guilt or the inner stories that come up that tend to prevent you being able to do that. So we've got a lot of juicy stuff to cover today and I can't wait to dive into this with you. And, and this is such an important conversation for us as women, because I know that for a lot of us as women, and I'm speaking about myself historically and a lot of women that I've worked with and women that I know as well, is we can tend to kind of struggle to put ourselves first, to prioritize ourselves and what we need. And it can be very easy for us to put everyone and everything ahead of ourselves and particularly put what needs to get done or achieved ahead of what we are needing. And sometimes even for us as women, even when there's time left over, spare time, we're like, okay, this could, this is time that I could use to practice some self-care or rest or do something that brings me pleasure or give to myself or indulge in some way. We then are left with feelings of guilt or selfishness, or that we're being too indulgent, or that we're wasting time because we're not being productive. And so even when we do get the time, or even when we are doing those things for ourselves, there's actually all of this inner stuff that comes up around it, feelings and thoughts in our mind and inner stories that allow us to not even really enjoy that time and actually fully soak it up. And a lot of this comes from the fact that we have been programmed to believe that a lot of our worth and value comes from doing and achieving and what we're giving. And so we find our sense of value and worth in ourselves through achieving and giving and doing. And then in the times that we're not doing that, then we're just relaxing, practicing self-care, doing something that brings us pleasure, giving to ourselves, 
we actually start to feel almost worse about ourselves because we recognize that we haven't been productive in that time. And we might look back over the day and say, oh, this was such a waste of a day. I didn't achieve anything. And this is this masculine-based patriarchal society that we're living in that so values masculine energy over feminine energy and masculine qualities over feminine qualities and has left us a lot as women feeling that being in our masculine is more valuable and productive than being in our feminine. And so we value and prioritize things that bring us into our masculine energy that involve the giving and the doing and the achieving and being productive But then when it comes to the things that bring us into our feminine, we don't value that as much. We don't see that as valuable, you know, pleasure, rest, just doing things that feel good, relaxing, going with the flow. We we prioritize and value productivity over pleasure. We value and prioritize the masculine over the feminine. And so a lot of us as women are then left with this programming, these belief systems, these patterns that leave us never really being able to prioritize ourselves and what we truly need. Never really being able to feel deeply nourished where our needs are getting met and we are getting what we need. And it leaves a lot of us functioning in these ways of overgiving Um, overworking, overdoing, becoming depleted, never really feeling like we are our most vibrant, alive, best self. Yeah, not really connected to our inner feminine radiance and wholeness and magnetism because we are having to function in this masculine way all the time in order to feel worthy and good enough and good about ourselves. Like we have made good use of our time. And when we start to make the shift into prioritizing ourselves, our bodies, our pleasure, our self-care, our relaxation, what we really need, we have to start to unravel from a lot of old programming. Good girl programming, that is where we've learned to be good and sweet and nice and put everyone else first and be that really caring, giving, nurturing person for other people. We have to unravel from patterns of perfectionism and being that high achiever and having such high expectations and standards on ourselves. We have to unravel from overgiving tendencies. And we have to unravel from self-sacrifice and martyrdom. And also we have to learn how to start to set boundaries and say no and not take on so much and learn how to ask for help. And let people support us so that we can feel held rather than always holding and giving to others. And this work for us as women can feel super challenging and we can have a lot of resistance that can come up around it. But this is part of my work. I am deeply devoted to supporting women to live in a way where they feel nourished where they practice deep and delicious self-care, unconditional self-love, deep self-devotion, where women are showing up thriving, nourished, embodied, full, whole, sovereign, anchored in their power. It's something I'm so deeply devoted to teaching women how to do because it's it's a journey I've had to walk. It's a huge journey I've had to walk to learn how to live guided by what I truly need. 
And this is a big reason I created my program, Reclaim Your Radiance, this 21-day self-care and embodiment immersion that we have enrollments open for now. So enrollments are open for this program at the moment, and we're going to be spending 21 days, three weeks, diving really deep into nurturing and nourishing and giving to yourself, making time and space for what you need, for the practices that fill you up, for what connects you with yourself. It's this beautiful, deep immersion that we're going to go into, and it's going to really teach you how to get so much more attuned to yourself and what you need, make the time and space for yourself, and learn a whole range of new ways, all these beautiful new practices and rituals that you can use to awaken your feminine energy, to experience deeper sensual pleasure, to practice deeper self-care, to feel a deeper connection with your body, to release things that have been leaving you feeling heavy and drained and activate more lightness and joy in your body. Yeah. And to really connect with yourself. You're going to learn a whole range of ways to do that. You're going to be supported by me and you're going to share the journey with a beautiful community. And so enrollments for that program for this live round close on Sunday, the 10th of July, and we start on Monday, the 11th of July, and we're going to run live for the final three weeks of July. So it's going to be a beautiful immersion. If you can't work through the program live at that time, maybe you've got things on, maybe you're on holidays and you're traveling, which is beautiful. You can work through this program at your own pace, at your own time, in whatever way works for you. You will have lifetime access to these resources to revisit. And I want this to be like this self-care library for you, this embodiment library that you can draw on at any time. You want to make some time for yourself. You want to give to yourself. You can just press play on a practice and you'll be guided through this beautiful guided video to support you with really taking care of yourself in a beautiful way. So if you would love to join us, uh, you can enroll at ConnieChapman.com slash radiance. I will also put the link in the show notes. And if you're ready to really prioritize yourself and spend the next three weeks just filling up from within, giving to yourself, loving on yourself, then come and join us in this journey. I would love to share it with you. You know, this is really about when when you fill yourself up from within, this is really about awakening that inner radiance within you, that inner light, that inner magic that shines through you when you feel whole and taken care of and, and really nourished because a nourished woman is a radiant woman and a radiant woman is a powerful woman and powerful women change the world. Yeah, powerful women change their relationships, change their family dynamic, make changes in their careers. And that's what you're here for. Yeah, in whatever that looks like for you. So if you want to join us, make sure you sign up before the 10th of July when doors close at ConnieChapman.com slash radiance. And so this conversation we're having around prioritizing ourselves really requires us to break through any stories and beliefs that putting ourselves first is selfish in some way. And you might even, you know, when you look at a program like Reclaim Your Radiance, you might have some resistance come up around it. You might have some inner stories come up around it. How will I make that time for myself? That seems like such an indulgent program. And these are the things that are actually preventing you prioritizing yourself in general. So whatever comes up for you around investing in a program like Reclaim Your Radiance, which is actually a super affordable program for what you receive, 
These are going to be the things that are stopping you in general, really showing up for yourself and what you need. And so sometimes we have this story, these inner stories that putting ourselves first is selfish. But, but what I want to say to you, and this is what the title of this episode is all about, is putting yourself first is an act of self-love. It is self-honoring and it is self-loving. Putting yourself first and prioritizing your self-care raises your self-worth. You communicate to yourself when you prioritize yourself, when you practice self-care, that you are someone that is worthy of love, attention and care. You are someone who is worthy of having time allocated and prioritized for them and for what they most need. Yeah, you communicate your worth to yourself when you put yourself first and when you practice self-care. Yeah. You communicate to yourself that you matter, that you are important, that you are valuable, that you deserve to receive what you want, need and desire. So we can't underestimate the power of making these small commitments and practicing these small steps and what they really communicate to us about ourselves. And similarly, what it communicates to ourselves when we don't prioritize ourselves, when we don't prioritize our self-care and what we really need. What does that communicate to us about us? That we're not important, that we don't matter, that what's truly what we truly need isn't worth prioritizing yeah it actually over time erodes our self-worth and our confidence because we see ourselves not really taking care of ourselves and that makes us feel worse about ourselves so it's such an important thing for us to work on but so often what stops us doing it is the guilt and the shame that arises when we do put ourselves first the inner story that what we're doing is wrong the discomfort that we need to deal with and this old programming, these old ways of thinking where we say, no, we need to sacrifice ourselves for others. We need to um, put other people before us. We need to do what makes other people happy. And we need to recognize and really break through this, this story that when we put ourselves first and when we receive, other people lose out. And other people don't get what they need and other people miss out. And then we're going to harm or hurt other people in in some way when we put ourselves first. But love's the opposite is true. When you are filled with self-love, when your needs are met, when you feel nourished and honored, aren't you a more generous, caring, loving version of yourself? Don't you then want to show up more powerfully for others from that place of overflow? Don't you then have so much more to give and contribute? as a result of how you're feeling in yourself. When we give to ourselves first, we become a greater gift to other people in our lives and to what we're here to do in the world. We get to overflow. We become a role model of what it looks like to truly love and honor yourself. We are setting that example. And the energy we cultivate within ourselves becomes a gift in all of our relationships. And so putting yourself first serves, deeply serves everyone around you. And that's what we need to start to recognize. And so this is one of our first steps when it comes to learning how to really prioritize ourselves and what we need. Our first step is to begin to challenge and change some of the inner programming and inner stories that we've been carrying around what it means to put ourselves first. 
And we have to stop telling ourselves that putting ourselves first is selfish, that our, our rest is a waste of time, that our pleasure is unproductive, that our self-care is indulgent, and that our needs are not as important as other people's needs. And this is really unraveling, like I was saying at the start, this patriarchal programming that the feminine isn't as important as the masculine and that we should really nourish and nurture our masculine side and the part of us that gives and does and achieves and is productive much more than our feminine side, which is the part of us that just wants to be nourished and receive and experience pleasure and do things that make her feel good. Yeah, so when we make this change, we are making a change to more deeply cherish and honor our inner feminine energy. And that is such an important change for us to make as women. And it doesn't mean that we can't be productive in our lives. It doesn't mean that we can't give and do and achieve. But we don't do that at the expense of our own well-being and our own nourishment. And we don't do that in a way that constantly depletes us and leaves us running on empty and resentful and deprived of what we truly need and abandoning ourselves in the process of doing what needs to get done and helping who needs to be helped or giving to who needs to be given to. Yeah, we can have both. And so when we start to prioritize ourselves more, it doesn't necessarily mean that all these other things are not going to happen all these other ways that we've been using our time and energy, but we're just bringing some more balance in and we're recognizing we can't give from an empty cup and we can't serve from a place of depletion. And we're recognizing that our energy is important and how we feel is important because our energy and how we feel is infused into everything we're doing. And that's felt whether we know it or not. In the, in the energy we're bringing to our work, to the ways that we're showing up, it's felt and it determines what we receive back from the world. It determines what we manifest into our lives, what we're in alignment with. So our energy matters. How we feel matters. Whether we feel nourished and nurtured matters. Yeah. And it impacts how greatly we can serve other people in our lives. So we have to start to challenge and question, you know, these these stories and, and the resistance that comes up. And, and one of the things this asks us to do, and I talk about this a lot in my work, is to sit with the discomfort that arises from doing things in a new and different way. And that, that maybe the guilt and maybe the the inner shame or maybe the inner story that we did something wrong or that we were too indulgent or that it was wrong to put ourselves first or that we've wasted time. We need to look at how do we handle that inner voice in our mind and that inner reaction, that inner trigger that goes off in our body. And a lot of us, because we don't know how to be with that, we will just continue to act in ways that ensures we never have to feel that. That's why we act this way. This is why we overgive. This is why we focus on everyone else and ensure we're always being productive because we don't want to have to feel what might come up from not being that way. But as you begin to change your behavior and do things differently, you might have some uncomfortable feelings come up and part of the work is being able to hold and support yourself through that. 
We talked about this in my recent Return to Yourself free masterclass. There was a woman who was sharing about, you know, she's got kids and all these things, a lot of commitments, a lot of things she needs to do, but she's really needing more time for herself, more self-care. And she can recognize what needs to happen is she needs to ask her partner to help her. She needs to ask him to maybe mind the kids so she can go and have some time for herself. But there was some discomfort for her in that, in actually asking for help and asking for what she needed. And so as you start to learn to do things differently, to put yourself first, to ensure that you're receiving, you're getting what you need as well, in doing things differently, you're going to encounter discomfort because you're kind of getting out of your comfort zone. You're bumping up against some old belief systems. You're learning how to do things in a new way. So expect that it may not feel super easy. It may feel uncomfortable, but that doesn't mean that it's wrong. The feelings that you feel, any discomfort that comes up doesn't mean that what you're doing is wrong. It just means you're challenging that part of yourself that learnt to put everyone else ahead of themselves, that learnt to prioritize everybody else's needs, that learnt to be productive over feeling good. And you want to challenge that part of yourself because that's the part of yourself that's keeping you trapped in these patterns. Okay, so it's going to require you to do things differently. I'll talk about this in a moment um, around, you know, doing things in a different way. And also it's going to require you to be with um, some emotions and feelings that come up. And so the first thing is, is I just want you to start to bring some awareness and start to bring some inner awareness to What is the sort of inner programming that you carry? What are the inner stories that you hold? What are the things you tell yourself about prioritizing yourself and what you need? What are the things that get triggered in you when you want to say no or put a boundary in or ask for help or put yourself ahead of something or someone else? Witness and notice what comes up because you're going to start to see your beliefs, your inner programming, your inner stories, your inner patterns that are keeping you trapped in this way of being. So you want to start to witness those. You want to start to see where did this come from for me? You know, I recently really uncovered a big pattern that I had set up in childhood um, around sacrificing my own happiness and feeling guilty for being happy because my mum and my sister at the time were experiencing some really painful and challenging things. They were struggling. And so I would feel happy in myself, but then I would notice them struggling and I would feel guilty for being happy. And so I learned to dim my happiness, to dim my light, to put what made me feel good to the side and go and focus on what do I need to do to make them feel better? Because if I can make them happy and make them feel better, it it will alleviate my guilt and then I can go back to enjoying my life. And so sometimes we have programs and patterns like this from childhood where there's some element maybe of guilt that comes up and we learn to caretake someone else in our family or put their feelings and what was going on for them ahead of ourselves or we became enmeshed in their emotional experience and took on responsibility for what they were feeling and so then we learnt to deny our wants and needs and what was going on for us and what made us happy and what was happening for us and we learnt to put them ahead of us yeah and actually almost like mother and parent 
maybe someone in our family rather than us getting to be parented. So these are the types of things we might need to unpack and witness and look at when we learn to start practicing putting ourselves first. It's definitely something, you know, I've had to unpack and in this, I've really had to give myself permission to let myself really thrive and really be happy and really succeed, even if other people around me are struggling or in pain or are in pain or are having hardship. Recognizing that it's not my responsibility, you know, their their journey, their emotions are not my responsibility. And I am actually of best service to them when I'm feeling nourished and full and I can overflow and give to them from that place rather than enabling this codependent pattern of me rescuing them, which doesn't actually empower them at all. Yeah, does that make sense? So the second thing is we need to start to build new beliefs and and new ways of thinking and being about what it means to prioritize ourselves and start to see the value and importance of this. And start to create new stories and beliefs around why this is powerful and positive. Why it is a good thing to prioritize ourselves. Why it is an act of self-love. Why it is necessary. Yeah, we actually need some new positive uh, reinforcement around that for us to see actually the value and importance in it. And we need to start to have this new belief system that prioritizing ourselves, practicing self-care, giving ourselves what we need, resting, experiencing just days of pleasure, you know, whatever makes us feel good. This is an act of self-love. And this is what allows us as women to thrive. Because as women, we thrive with our feminine energy getting nurtured. I talk about this a lot in my work, that absolutely we can show up in our masculine and get things done and achieve, but it's not going to deeply nurture and nourish us. It's not going to leave us feeling overflowing. It's not going to create an inner radiance within us. I talk about this in Reclaim Your Radiance, that for us to come into our inner radiance as women, which is such a natural energy that shines through us. It shines through our skin, it shines through our eyes, it shines through our body and our energy field in our own unique way. You know, it looks differently for all of us, but that inner radiance comes from nurturing our inner feminine, from having our inner feminine feel honored and cherished and adored and taken care of and loved. Yeah. And like she's receiving what she needs. And as I was saying at the start, that the patriarchal society that we live in has has taught us to ignore and abandon the feminine. She has been suppressed and denied for so long. And so actually learning to prioritize ourselves is like a feminine reclamation. It is part of our reclaiming of the feminine is to really honor what that part of us needs above what everyone else needs and what needs to get achieved, what needs to get done. And so can you start to see the value in this? Have you had experiences where even though maybe it was uncomfortable or you had some resistance, you prioritized yourself, you gave to yourself, you put yourself first. And what did you experience as a result? Who did you become? Who does doing this allow you to become as a woman? Yeah. And then again, what is the gift that other people get to receive as a result of you being that woman? You become a gift to everyone and everything in your life. You deserve 
to live a life of pleasure where you're receiving what you truly need. And the more that you communicate that to yourself through giving and receiving within yourself, the more you communicate that through your energy field into the world and the more able you are to receive in big, beautiful ways from other people and from the world around you as well. Yeah. So we've got to start to see the value and the power in prioritizing ourselves and why this is a beautiful thing, why this is um, a necessary thing and why how we feel needs to be our number one priority. Yeah. And, and really understanding that that is, a, that is a gift and that is a beautiful thing and that is a positive thing for you to do. It's not a negative thing. It's not something to feel shameful about. I really want you to sit with that, that question that I asked you, like, who do you become? Who do you become when you're nourished, when you're taken care of, when you get what you need? And really, how does this impact how the world and your work and your relationships and your kids and your partner, how they get to experience you and what version of you they get to experience? I really want you to think about that. And so the third step that I want to offer you, and I was touching on this before, is start reflecting on what are some new ways of being you want to practice. It's time to start practicing and implementing and deciding on some new ways of being and showing up that are now going to break this old pattern of self-sacrifice and self-abandonment and self-martyrdom and putting everyone and everything ahead of you and doing what needs to get done ahead of what you need. And what are the new ways of being you want to practice? So what would it look like to start to prioritize what you need? What are some new ways of being you would need to practice? It might be something like, do you need to get up 15 minutes earlier so you can have some time for yourself in the morning? Do you need to have better boundaries around your work so you can actually properly switch off and nourish yourself at the end of the day? Do you need to get better at asking for help so you can ask someone to mind the kids so that you can go and have a date night with your partner so that you can make some time for yourself? Do you need to ask for more support in your work, you know, delegating more so that you have more time? Do you need to hire a cleaner or a personal assistant so that you're not so drained by all these things weighing on your energy and you have more time for what's really important to you? You know, self-care isn't always convenient. Prioritizing ourselves isn't always convenient. It's not about being convenient. It's about what do you really need? Yeah, this is radical self-care. Like, what do you really need? No matter how inconvenient it might be. If you are your number one priority, then everything else has to work around that. Yeah, and that might feel kind of radical. It might feel kind of triggering. But this is what we're really working towards to ensure that you get to thrive in the way that you want to and need to thrive in your life. You get to feel how you want to feel. You get to be the version of yourself that you want to be. So what needs to change in how you manage your time, maybe in what you're giving time and energy to? You know, this is one of the things we do in Reclaim Your Radiance. One of the first activities in our first module is we do this inventory that I call the Radiance Inventory. And it's really looking at like what has been depleting and draining your radiance. What needs to shift for you to bring energy back into what creates and ignites your inner radiance as a woman. 
And so we take inventory of like how what's happening with your energy? Where is your energy going? And really looking at like, is, is your life force energy being put into things that give back to you and nourish you? Or is your life force energy just getting depleted and drained because it's going into all these things that do not nourish or nurture you at all and do not give back to you as a woman and just take and take and take and leave you empty? And so what is it that you need to thrive? What do you need more of? And how can you start to build your life around that? You know, if you were to start scheduling your your calendar for the week ahead around you and around what you need. So the first things that go into your calendar are your self-care or your workouts or the, you know, that massage appointment or that class you want to get to every week or your reclaim your radiance practices or your morning routine or your evening routine that gets put in the calendar first. And then you build your workday around that or then you build your commitments with other people around that, for example. Again, if any of this feels really radical, I mean, start with it in whatever way feels comfortable to you. But I'm, I'm, I want to be radical with it to really challenge maybe the way that you've been doing things. Is it like, you know, every second Sunday is just I'm not going to put anything in my calendar and that is just a day for me or that one hour on a Saturday morning, whatever it is in terms of how much time you have available. But what is it? What are the new ways of being you need to set up? Is it better boundaries? Is it saying no more so you're not burdening yourself with so much? Is it scheduling into your calendar what you need? Is it prioritizing what you need? Is it asking for more help? Is it asking for more time alone or making more time alone? Is it receiving more support? Yeah. So I want you to think about what would you need to start to do differently? What needs to change? I'm very much in a season of this at the moment. I've got a lot of reflection I want to do around this through July, which is why I'm I'm excited to be leading Reclaim Your Radiance, because it's it's a program that really brings us into ourselves and our inner world, gives us a lot of time to tune into us and really think and reflect on how everything's feeling and get much more attuned to what we actually need. Yeah. Because unless we slow down and prioritize this, it's never going to happen. And you're going to run on through to the end of the year and be like, whoa, like I'm still in these patterns that I've been running. And so if you're someone that really wants to change this, reclaim your radiance is a beautiful opportunity through July to get really intentional about what you need and how everything's feeling and what you want to change as you move into the second half of this year so that you can thrive and so that you can have you can be embodying the energy and the qualities that you want to experience as a woman so that you can feel like your most alive and vibrant self you can feel radiant you can feel magnetic you can feel full you can be overflowing yeah and you can break these patterns of self-sacrifice and putting everyone and everything ahead of you and communicating to yourself that you're not important Yeah, and beginning to really raise your self-worth by giving to yourself through beautiful self-care. So it requires you to do something different. And maybe joining Reclaim Your Radiance is your step to doing something different to what you would normally do. If you would normally look at a program like that and experience resistance or make excuses or say, oh, I don't need, you know, giving to myself through self-care for 21 days isn't really that important. 
Because, you know, I should really be investing in my business right now, not in myself. I should really be investing in that thing for my, my child rather than in me. I want to challenge you to do something that really puts you first and allows you to get what it is that you need. Yeah. So like I said, I'm reflecting on this a lot in my business and really thinking about how I want to do things differently in the second half of the year so that I can really be at the forefront of my priorities and the way that I live and my relationships, my business, my lifestyle all is set up to nourish and nurture me. And doesn't this doesn't mean that you're not still giving to others, that you're not caring about others, that you're not showing up for others. I mean, I run a business that is all about serving and supporting other people. Yeah, so I have that that in me. Even though I'm a woman that is really deeply devoted to herself and prioritizing herself, my whole career is about serving and supporting other people. So this is never about then not caring about others. This is never about then not giving. I mean, I give a lot. Anyone who's been in my programs, who's worked with me knows I give a lot. But I want to give from overflow. You get the most out of me and my work when I give from overflow, not when I give from emptiness. Yeah, so it doesn't mean we don't give. It doesn't mean we don't care. It doesn't mean we don't show up for things that need to get done or for other people. But it means we fill up ourselves first. That's the difference. That's what I want you to get from this episode today. And that's why putting yourself first is an act of self-love. Yeah, because you're filling yourself up with what you need you're making yourself feel loved and whole worthy taken care of nourished radiant and then you're overflowing from there and like i said practicing this might bring up some discomfort but this is part of the self-love work is being able to hold yourself through the discomfort that arises and be with it and not abandon yourself because it gets uncomfortable and because it gets hard And so as you're coming out of listening to this episode and you're reflecting, I want you to really think about, you know, maybe what's what's one, two or three changes, even one as a starting point. But what would be a couple of changes you'd love to make as a result of listening to this episode? Small changes, even in the way that you think, in the way you use your time, in the way you show up for you, in how you're being. Yeah, I want you to think about that so that you can really get the most out of this conversation and begin to implement some change. And if you want to dive deeper, you can come and join us in Reclaim Your Radiance. And if you, you know, really want to show yourself that you're important and that what you need is important and really raise your self-worth through deep self-care and deep self-love and really learn how to nurture your inner feminine and activate that beautiful inner radiance that comes alive in you from you loving yourself and nurturing yourself and giving to yourself. Then you can come and join us in Reclaim Your Radiance. We start on Monday, the 11th of July, live together, moving through the resources. They'll be released every three days. Every three days, you'll get a new module, you'll get a video class, as well as some um, a set of practices. So three practices every three days. So 21 practices in total. Yeah, that will become these beautiful rituals that are now an ongoing part of your life, rituals that you can draw on whenever you need. And you can work through this course live with us. You can work through it at your own pace and your own time. It's totally up to you, but you get lifetime access to all of these resources. 
So if you want to join us, head to ConnieChapman.com slash radiance or go down to the show notes to secure your spot. Doors close Sunday, 10th of July. So make sure you don't miss out if you want to join us for this journey. So my loves, I hope this episode has been supportive for you. Maybe it's brought a much needed reminder. Maybe it's helped remind you to bring yourself to the top of the list to prioritize your pleasure your feminine energy, your sensuality, your body, what you need. Yeah, so you can show up in the world glowing and overflowing. That is what we're supposed to experience as women when we really prioritize our feminine energy and what we need. Yeah. So if you love this episode, um, you can share it with a friend. You can share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Connie underscore Chapman. You can send me a DM or an email and let me know what you loved about this episode. Make sure you are subscribed to Awaken Radio on Spotify, on your podcast app, on SoundCloud or on YouTube because you can watch along with the videos of these episodes on YouTube. And I really hope you're enjoying getting to watch the video as well if you're more of a visual person. And I really hope this episode was deeply supportive for you. So thank you so much for being tuned in today. And I look forward to talking to you again next time. 